Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, in today's episode, um, I'm joined with Aline, and it, it's going to be a really cool chat because this is Aline's first time on the podcast. Um, and like um, I was saying before, it, it it's really cool. Um, because um, it like Aline is from Belgium, so it's 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 an hour difference. And for once, um, I'm not ahead of, of time. Aline is this time. So <laughs> we're speaking from the future. So um, Aline, it's, it's great to have you on the podcast today. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah it's it, it, it's going to be a really nice chat to talk to you about like um, autism, hobbies um, and like how life is at the moment. Um, but uh, like, I guess to start things off, if you mind introducing yourself a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Aline. I'm 25 years old and I live in Belgium. Um, I've been diagnosed with autism last August, so last year. So it's really recently. Um, yeah. I what what else do you want to know? <laughs> um. So it's it like August last year. <laughs> time flies, really, doesn't it? Like um, it's already as we're recording this, nearly March. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, time flies. <laughs> It just seems like yesterday when I was diagnosed, it goes so fast. Yeah. Realize so, it. Yeah, it, it, time goes fast. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's 2023. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy, it's crazy. But um, when, so with your diagnosis, was that a fast diagnosis or was it, a, did it take a little bit of time to get diagnosed? Um. Well, I will just maybe tell a little bit about that. Um, so I went in February, I went to a psychologist because I had troubles with myself. Um, and then she was like, have you ever heard of autism? And I was like, yeah, but didn't really think about it that much. And then she was like, do you want to be diagnosed or not? And I was like, yeah, I would love to, because for me, that's something that I would need to know who I am. And then um, she set me up um, with an organization who do, who does diagnosis. And then I think um, I started in May with my process. And that took about a month, a month and a half. And then I had to wait a few weeks because they went on vacation also. And then I got my diagnosis in August. So it was kind of fast, I would say. Yeah, that's quite quite a lot of um last year then. It, it kind of, yeah, quite a lot. yeah, it was a, a heavy year. Yeah, so from um February until August, so um like um did you feel like really happy when you got your diagnosis um in August? It wasn't much of a double feeling. I was happy and relieved that I now knew um what was. Yeah, I would not say wrong because it's not wrong, but what was happening with me, what uh, the things that I felt, the things that I struggled with, that they finally had an, a name. Um, but I also, uh, my English is so great. Um, I also felt a little bit sad because I knew it was not curable. It's something that I would have to live with and try to accept and find um, ways to make it work for me so it's not something that you like oh I will work on it and then it will go away yeah um, yeah yeah it's it's very um 
it, it, I think when you get a diagnosis, it's, it's very like mixed feelings, isn't it? Um, you don't know what to think. Um, like, um, I think it's very different as well if you know what it is before you're diagnosed or you don't. Um, so if you have a little bit of knowledge, it's maybe a little bit better. But if you have no knowledge, it, you're not going to really know what to think, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because um, when I was diagnosed, um, when I was um quite young, um, nine, I was diagnosed when I was nine, um, and I had no clue. I I had no no idea what, what, what autism was or anything, and yeah. um, and um, I just thought it was really bad. I I in my mind because I I wasn't good at certain things, and I, I was just not focusing on the things I was good at. I was focusing on the thing I was really bad at, um, like in school and stuff. And um um and I eventually as I got older I discovered that it's not all bad. It like some parts maybe are at the start, but um yeah, it's 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 all down to how much you know, I guess. Yeah, and also I think you kind of tend to also f focus faster on the bad things than the good things, that it takes more time to realize the good things, I think, and that's also difficult. Mm Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is really hard, but I think um, a diagnosis helps. Like you, I guess, uh, to discover why maybe you're doing these certain things or or, or why you can't do um, things. So it does -hmm. help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, like, to get help and to be, um, how do you say that, to be taken seriously, it also helps to have it, like, really on paper. Because if you tell people, like, oh, I have autism and you have no proof, it's also really difficult to be, like, helped and get the right medication if you need some. So that's maybe also why it's, I think... a good idea to get diagnosed if you'd like to. Yeah, yeah, because it is, I think, getting diagnosed anything is, is very hard and it takes time, doesn't it? Um, um, not just autism, but it, it's great. It, it Like, um, in time, like, you get used to, you get used to, you maybe see other people online, perhaps, that uh, share their journeys that maybe influence you to share yours, um, which is, is cool, um, because... Um, it, it can be quite fun over time. Uh, you meet good people, I think. I think I, I think that's the best part of having autism. That you, you make good friends. Yeah, now um, on, Insta, on Instagram, not on Twitter, I think I grew a little bit of followers and that's really great to, to see that other people experience the same things that you're feeling and that you can share and you, you feel understood. And that's really great. It's really a, a tight community and I, I um, had really a lot of support from that. So that's that's, great yeah. yeah it's it, it's great that you find like a space where you can just dwell like maybe um or maybe if you've had a good day or a bad day and people know what you're talking about Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah because it, it, it is very hard um like it's hurt like the like i, I, I almost think Aline, that um autism could be a subject <laughs> um because there's so much to talk about uh, like Yeah. around one thing Yeah. I think people also don't know enough from it. They also have that that um that image of a boy. Who uh, who has a lot of issues.
they all, always see that image, but it's so much more than that. And everyone is so different but, and the, in the autism aspect. Um, so yeah, people should really learn about what it is to understand us better because we are with a lot. It's not just one in a million. It's like, there are so many of us. So I think people really should be a little bit more educated about it. Yeah. I I definitely agree. That that definitely, um, it's 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 definitely better now than it was like maybe twenty odd years ago. But yeah. um, we're gonna be saying that every twenty years, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Um. But um. But yeah, like definitely, people need to get more. Uh, need to know more about it. Um. In like every kind of form of like like in the workplace, like I think most and like a lot of places do need to know. Um. Mm-hmm. Because because sometimes you might be finding yourself have to repeat yourself a lot of the time um, yeah. and it'll be much easier if they already knew um like like they understood autism and it's different for everybody and stuff because mm-hmm. it is um it is hard it, it is hard to explain it um yeah. um and then that and then you feel like i, I guess it's dependent who you're speaking to like how yeah. they're speaking to you as well so you, you may analyze before you're speaking to someone that is there any point to, to to talk talk to them about it because the way they're coming across or like their tone or their voice sometimes and you think like it's fifty fifty if you if you want to share or not. Yeah. I also like see in my workspace now for an example that when I talk to my younger colleagues who like my age, thirty, around that age, they understand me much better than someone who's like older. Takes, they're like having that vision and they don't want to look on what's beside that and the younger people are much more open to it I would say yeah yeah I I, I agree I, I, I always like to talk to people my own, my own age anyway but it's much easier like if you speak to other people who um, are your age range and they could be more open to talking about it yeah. maybe than an older person yeah I don't say that every other per- every older person is like that, but the ones that I've come across with, um, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it kind of depends on where you are and like, yeah. um, uh, and are, are are they good to understand? Um, mm-hmm. because um, I was in a I was in a workplace before before COVID, and um, I stopped going because of COVID. Um, but um, there. I had to explain what autism was to the whole workplace, and no one mm. knew what it was. Nobody, and I, 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 I laughed. I, 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 I said, "Are you, are you joking? Are you, are you being yeah. serious?" And 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 they weren't. They, 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 they weren't joking. Um, and I, I, I was laughing. Uh, because I just thought it, it weren't really funny, but it was funny in a way that no one knew, no one heard of it. Yeah, it's so absurd. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm there. I'm not. I didn't speak to the whole workplace, but I was in this room, um, where maybe people like around me. I was like, it felt like I was in a dome because you had all people around the outside of me, and I'm in the middle on this table. And then mm-hmm. I, I explain what autism is, and then I get, and at that time, um, I find it hard to ask for help. So, um, I would find to ask because I, I wouldn't want to bother them if if I couldn't do it the first time that they're asking. I I would just be like. Well, I'll, I'll just try um and then that that 
the one thing they said to me though, they said, "Could you try and ask for help?" And I said, "Yeah, all, all I can do is I could try, but doesn't mean I will." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They there's a lot of people that expect us to find a way to um do their things on their way. If you understand what I mean, but a lot of the times they don't want to do adjustments to us. And that's really difficult. They always expect of mostly expect us to change ourselves or to try and change ourselves, but I mean, it's it needs comes from the both way. Yeah, you've got they people got to try to adjust to in certain ways. So, like, um, if you're having a meltdown, perhaps at work, like you, they got to try and understand that, and 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 not not a people in the workplace, um, who may not understand, may just think, not have an idea of what's going on. Um, and they'll just laugh and then and that's not very very being supportive and I think if there's a person who's openly speaking about it maybe at work um, mm -hmm. should, should uh, have the support of people around them um, otherwise if people are laughing about that that's kind of cast as being like you're just getting bullied really yeah that's not very nice to no. experience that no, it's it's not and like um it's I think it's hard isn't it um it's hard for a lot 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 of people who are autistic to get a job that fits them because you you have to get it right don't you um mm -hmm. to have to have one that like um maybe people understand you or you're comfortable going in yeah. um really yeah in my job I well I work in hospital as a nurse so um that in the hospital that I work now. They were in, with me through the process. So I didn't know when I started working there and they didn't know, but now everybody knows because my, um, how do you say that? Um, the head of my department, of my ward, of how do you say it? Um, I told her and she asked me to tell everybody else because everyone knew there was something, but now it's clear. Like I said, it's autism. They were like, ah. Oh. Now that you say it, I can see it. And I was like, okay. And now um, in March, I will change work. And on my um, on my solicitation, or how do you say that in English properly? Um, yeah, well, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, um, I told them I was autistic. And I was like, if they take me, they know I'm autistic. And they know they have to live with that. And if they don't take me, I know it's, I'm better off without them. And they took me, so now everybody knows. I'm also autistic, so I can be more myself, I think, when I start there. So that's a little bit of relief. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's good. It's good that you've done that. Um, like, um, when I, I, like, from an autistic point of view, I guess, whether I, if I go in hospital and I have blood tests or anything or any injections, I always like it to be like the, the same people I'm used to. Um, yeah. Because I get really nervous if it's um someone I don't know, um, and then um because so I'll, whenever I have a blood test, for example, I always drink about a liter or two before I've gone. So because they always ask, uh, you, you need you need to drink a lot of water before you go for a blood test. So so it's all flowing, and then when someone says to me, um, like that, if they say to me, um. 
I can't find a vein. I find I'll find it really hard to believe if that was the case because I'll be drinking all this for nothing of what. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um. But yeah. I guess I just I, um, like in the past because I'm kind. Like there's been like trainee people that that would do it sometimes, and I'll just say yeah. But if that take five minutes, I'll be like um, something's wrong here. It should be taking this <laughs> should in and out normally. But yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I guess I just like people I'm used to to do stuff. Mm hmm mm hmm I get that, yeah. Yeah, um, like um, like with your autism, I mean, like, are, are you sensitive to like sound or anything? Can, can you repeat that? Like, like, like for 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 your autism, are you like like, like do you find any sounds annoying, like um Uh, or stuff like that? yeah, I don't really like loud sounds. Um, I, if I get like a lot of sounds from, from all around me, I find very hard to focus. Um, I mostly wear my noise cancelling headphones. I really love to wear that just to like, even when I'm in the car, that's really not loud in Belgium, but I do it anyways, because my car makes a lot of noise. I just like to wear them and just, it brings me so much peace. Really, that's that's the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that's I, I I should get some, you know, because um like um the the one thing I don't like is um you know when people eating very like <laughs> like 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 they're eating very loud um yeah. Yeah. and not this is a situation maybe if it's like two or three people um um and I would just get annoyed because uh like um. Like, but if it's like like a whole room, so say you're at a class or something, or in a canteen, maybe at the hospital, um, Yeah. I I wouldn't be affected by that because that everyone's making noise and no one can help it, um, and they're all doing it similar at the same time, so that's fine. But sometimes I think you know, like with certain foods and stuff like that, I think sometimes it's not necessary to make as much noise as sometimes for some food. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like um, it, like soup for example. If the people make so much noise eating a bowl of soup, I I I kind of shocked because <laughs> you know it's almost like you're drinking it. Like um, like um, but the the thing that annoys me is like if they got a spoon, it just
Well, for me, it's like a bit different. I like like in a car. Mm-hmm. I like to drive without music. It distracts me. Okay. Yeah, I I I drive in complete silence, and everyone thinks that's weird, but I just I don't know. And then sometimes when I try to be asleep, I listen to like um, true crime on YouTube, and that helps me get asleep. And then it has to be out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, certain noise I need from for certain things. Yeah. 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 I, I get that. Um, I guess it's sometimes it can be pretty nice just to hear the road. Um, mm-hmm. um, unless people are bibbing, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but sometimes it's necessary. Like, I, speaking of bibbing, I don't like beeping noises actually. I find that kind of like, you know, like an alarm, like an Alexa or a Siri, and people yeah. put that alarm on and it goes, it does really beep a noise. Uh, and if it's like if my parents are cooking or something like that, I'll say turn it off. Why do you keep on beeping? Like you just <laughs> uh, as soon as you've heard the alarm, turn it off. Don't keep it going. <laughs> yeah, that's a good sound to wake up because you find it so annoying. You will wake up and put it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I wake up sometimes. I I do have to put that sound on. It it wakes me up, and sometimes I just get up earlier sometimes, and I just turn it off so I don't hear it. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I did that this morning actually. Um, it I had um one on my phone and one on my Alexa, and then um mm-hmm. I I said Alexa off, and then I just went on my phone and turned that one off, so I didn't have the stress of hearing it. Yeah, I understand. Um, but um, like noise can be just a really irritating thing. But do you do you find it hard to say that to people though sometimes? Because I find it sometimes if you say it to people, they may make that. A noise that you don't like just to annoy you sometimes mm-hmm. um to the people that are close to me like my boyfriend and my sister i tend to say it um i don't i'm not afraid to tell them if something's annoying if something annoys me but at work depends on who it is if it's like someone i get along with i will tell them like hey please stop that but if it's someone else that i don't really get along with or is like uh, I don't have a really good relation with. Um, yeah. I won't tell it. I would just be there in myself, like, nah, stop it. But I won't tell them anything. I will be quiet. And I will be frustrated, and I'll just take it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 sometimes really hard to like. It's it's good that you can say that to people that you don't <laughs> like a certain noise. Um, like um, like um. Also, um, another noise I don't like is, um, um, you know, people make a cup of tea or, or, or a cup of coffee and like you put the tea bag in there and and they'll rinse it around on the cup like really loud. And I, I don't like that noise either. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, there's so many noises out there, but I wouldn't, I, I don't mind, say, in a big crowd at an event um, sometimes um, because you're cheering on whoever you're seeing, if it's like sport or just music. Um, I don't mind that kind of experience, but I don't like mm-hmm. people too close to me. So I would have to be at an event, like in a good amount of space, um, not people over, like like your sardines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. That's why I don't like to go out and party. Mm. I I hate it. I went a few times when I was younger and I 
always hated it. I didn't know why, because I got like overstimulated and people were a lot too close to me. So I couldn't, uh, it was horrible. And I got out crying and I didn't know what was wrong with me. I thought like, okay, maybe it has grown me. Maybe I just. Too close, too many noises, just everything it was too much. Yeah. That's why I stay and I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that that is completely it. Like um it is it, it just like sometimes it could just be a bit much. Like um so, so, so sometimes um sometimes I've had to um Sometimes I've had to kind of exit like a couple of events, um, mm -hmm. because it's been too much. Um, and it, I think like like the people in charge should be more aware of like pe people are going to be coming, like if the mm -hmm. uh, people uh, like autistic, like um, uh, in, in the past I've had a, a panic attack, um, mm -hmm. like which it's not, it's not a nice feeling, but um, like I've had to. I've wanted to exit out, but like the people haven't been understanding, and they just didn't know what was going on because I I wanted to exit out the the barriers that you come in, but of course they say you can't go out the way you come in, which was it's just annoying. So um, yeah. yeah, I definitely think more awareness needs to go to those to type of things where people can just go somewhere if they are having a maybe a meltdown or something. Mm -hmm. That's um like in and. The airports like in Belgium and in, and in the Netherlands I think it's a great idea you have like um the keychain with the sunflowers yeah. and that's a sign for them that you're a person with a hidden disability and I have one I bought one recently to go to Finland um and I got my card and I got to the airport and skip hole in the Netherlands and when I went through secu security, that's mostly a part that I found really stressing. Mm -hmm. And the woman was like, oh, hi, do you need any help? Do you want a little bit of time? Do you want it, this uh, this or that? And I was like, well, it works. Yeah. People are seeing that, I, that I'm that i someone with a his, hidden disability. They know what it means. And they they um, ask me if I, if I need help, if I need a bit more space or room. So I found that really helpful. Yeah. They are very helpful, aren't they? Um, yeah. Those kind of things. Like, um, I haven't worn one for a while, but um, but it, it, it is it, it is a great. Like, I think airports um are very stressful um mm -hmm. going there. Um, as, like I say, especially the 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 bit where that you get searched and everything. Um, yeah. Like uh, like um, I I always said I always remember the first time that happened, uh, and. I didn't know this was like I didn't have, even know what they were doing. I think, what are you doing? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I haven't got anything on me or like um, considering all everything. Of course, when you're at that stage, everything's out your pockets anyway. It's had to be put in the tray beside you, and then and then you kind of think, uh, why are you looking in? It, it, it's kind of crazy, but um, it's really um, it's really anxious as well. Yeah, I always get. Picked out to be searched, like on the body. I'm like, 
did I did I put something in my bag that I was not supposed to? Did something accidentally got in that I that's not supposed to? <laughs> did I find something? Did I find drugs? But I don't wear uh, don't do drugs. So like all the thoughts go through my mind that something must have happened. Why they pick me? And then it's like just routine. Yeah. And then you can go and it's so stressful. Yeah. And it is, it is, it's so annoying. And I, I think um, even though we have those uh, lanyards, I think other things do need to put maybe in place at airports to make it maybe more enjoyable experience for people like maybe who are autistic because um, it is very stressful. And I, I always fear, <laughs> like I, I've put my phone in the tray, put all, all your precious things in the tray, and you probably fear that as soon as they're, they're, they're going down there, are you going to get them? <laughs> are you going to catch them if they're just... If, if like that but um but um but yeah it's it's it is um very stressful airport mm -hmm. yeah it is yeah um but did you have a good holiday though when, when you went to Finland yeah it was great really if you if you ever want to go there just do it yeah I thought it was very snowy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 just that you can but um it's a uh, it's, it's like a it looked like a I I went to Wonderland. <laughs> it it really was. It felt like that. I was I felt so happy there. It's so more peaceful than here in Belgium. Here in Belgium, everything is like rushing and chaotic, and there it was like peaceful, and yeah, I just loved it. I was I felt really happy there, and here it's like nah. Yeah, do you, do you wish you were still there now? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, well, m maybe you can go back a like a, a like um again sometime. Yeah, it's just a shame that it costs so much money though. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, holidays do, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 good. Like um, like uh, especially when it snows. Um, mm -hmm. because um, I... obviously snow over here in England. Like um, since ages. <laughs> yeah, here also I think last time it snowed. Two years ago, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Just this year, I haven't seen snow here in Belgium. Yeah, me, same here, and it, I was I was quite sad last end of last year because everywhere else it was snowing, I've hit one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. And um, I wanted it to snow because I I, I do I don't I do like it when it snows every once in a while. Not I wouldn't want it to snow every day, but um, it'd be too cold. Yes. Winter needs snow. Mm. Otherwise, it hasn't really been winter. Yeah. Because I think, it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like I think around this time, possibly last year, it was had a little bit of snow. Um, but. Yeah, we we haven't got that yet. We we hope hopefully, but I, I don't think we will now. It's 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 not that far till it's autumn, so mm -hmm. <laughs> winter's nearly over. Mhm. Mm um, yeah. Yeah. Is 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 that one your interest then? Like that you do you like to travel places and stuff? Yeah, I like the Scandinavian countries. Like I've been um to Norway for a month, um three years ago. Like to do an um internship. And I fell in love with Norway. It was so pretty. It's yeah. I just I I want to go back, and that's where 
I think I got my interest for Scandinavian countries. It's really a thing I, I find interesting and I find beautiful, like the nature, the people, the language also. Nice. I prefer colder countries than warmer countries. I can adjust myself better to the cold than to the warmth, I think. That's why I like it so much. Yeah. yeah. That 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 is really interesting. I like you like the cold. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, like um I, I, I do like the cold, um, sometimes. Um it's always nice after it's been really warm, maybe. And then um like um especially over here, like that it's it's very rare where I live that there's rain and it's always warm. Um and it's, it's it's crazy, but yeah, it's 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 good that you like the cold and like snow mm -hmm. and everything like that. I think they are the best months. Yeah, because when it's cold, you can always put a layer on, but when it's warm, you don't have really much to put off. So no. you can't yeah. put anything on, can you? <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> run around naked. Well, you can, but yeah, I'm not doing that. But no. yeah, when you're warm, you're you're warm and you're sweaty and you're uh, no. no, not like it. And then you want to go swimming. Let's go in the pool because it <laughs> go in the cold pool because it's really hot. Yeah, I don't like to go in the water either. When I f I find that too cold, then I'm really weird. When it's like summer and we go on vacation, I don't like to be warm. I'm like all sweaty, but I don't want to go in the sea because the water is like salty water and mm. it's like sticky afterwards, and I don't like the feeling and I just when i get out the water i need to go shower because the the feeling i just really can't yeah. stand that yeah yeah, yeah um, i think i'm the same like I, I like if i go to some swimming pool i would rather use my own shower than their showers um mm -hmm. and yeah it's it, it, it's it's just a thing that everyone else is going in there as well um yeah. like like um like people we in there and, and and people do all that kind of stuff in there. Um, it's not very hygienic. No, it's not. It's, it, you don't have to think too much about it because otherwise you will go crazy. No, no. You, uh, don't tell anyone else at the pool, but <laughs> keep it to yourself. Um, but um, yes. Yeah, so, sometimes I will go in like um like last year. I uh I, I had a little holiday. Like not, not out the country, but um, uh, I I went somewhere where I did a skydive. I, I did a skydive for my birthday last year. Oh, cool. Um, and that was very cool. Um, yeah. It was it, it was it was it it wasn't warm actually. It was kind of a nice breeze when I was going down. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that 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 was really cool. And then I was tired. I slept for, for about an hour or so afterwards. Cause it makes you really tired and hungry for some reason makes you hungry um <laughs> and um yeah and then there, there, there was like this pool and spa um at like the place i was staying at and it, what i liked um was um that it had two separate parts it had like a pool where everyone could go and then it has this like really cold arena bit where i could mm -hmm. just sit in which i did and like i, I, I don't know like once i've done like a an like a, a sports thing I, I just like to sit in the cold sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah uh, but skydive was really fun I can believe that yeah <laughs> it was um very interesting how um like 
I everyone thought I was crazy, as you probably could tell. Um, mm -hmm. when I was doing it, I said, I said, I, I had to do it because um, I I did it for charity as well. Um, yeah. so I kind of had to do it when I started saying I'm gonna raise money for a charity, and um, it it went well. Um, glad when I hit the floor though, it was nice fit when when I was on the ground again, but. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was really cool because I was the first, I was the first one in the plane. But from an autism perspective, um, like it was very close contact, and like right. like for a little while. Um, and the annoying thing is that you had to shout sometimes to speak to people because of course of the the loud plane engine. Like um, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it it's great. It, it it's great if you like. It's not like a roller coaster though. Um, it's it's a little bit different and uh, like more mm -hmm. serious, more mm -hmm. more serious and, and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah, like um, it's it, it's it was great fun. Um, I would do it again, but uh, <laughs> not this year. <laughs> um, yeah, because it is quite expensive to do it. Um, yeah, as well. That is. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, like. The, the one thing I, I did say before, though, because sometimes with my autism, I may take things a little bit serious, uh, like, which it's understandable depending on the tone of the person you're speaking to. So mm -hmm. if, if sometimes people, in a, if the, the tone they're speaking is they may say it in a serious manner, but be joking, that's really hard to understand. Yeah. Um, and what I said to the, uh, to the guy, uh, like, uh, at the till before I went, I said, what what's the best part of a skydive? Um, I said, and they said, uh, surviving. And then I like them saying that. I thought, oh, oh, oh I was panicking a little bit when he said that because, <laughs> um, I I I don't know if he was joking or not. <laughs> but no, he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like, um, is that one thing you struggle with? Or are you are you okay with like sarcasm and and stuff like jokes? I like to use it a lot, but when other people people use it towards me i tend to take it seriously um they will have to explain me that no it's a joke also in like writing texts when they are talking sometimes i can sense it on their intonation um that they're joking or not uh in the conversation maybe when i'm joking and they're joking back to me i can sometimes understand it when i know the Using sarcasm, I will tend to take it seriously, but in text message as well, I can't read it. Yeah, I uh, that's difficult. I will be like, okay, serious or not? I don't know. Yeah, Te texting is just complicated, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not easy just like this or like in person. Um, to mm -hmm. understand what sarcasm is. Um. I know when I was like young, I, I didn't. I don't. I, I took offense to everything. Like mm -hmm. people just, I was crying and that. Like people tell me a joke and I just took it to offense. Um, because I don't. I, I, so I will. I understand a lot more now. I even mm -hmm. use it sometimes. Um, because mm -hmm. I think it's always good to have a laugh. Um, mm -hmm. can't always be serious. In certain situations, we have to like perhaps get a diagnosis and stuff like that. Um, but once you have it for a little while, um. You gotta have a joke. It's good to have jokes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, is there like 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 with your interests, um, Alina? Do you have any other like hobbies that 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 you like or anything? 
now it's a little bit more difficult because I have been in a depression for quite a while. So I find it hard to like enjoy things, yeah. to find things that I can enjoy for a longer period. I it's yeah, it's it's quite difficult because I tend to do stuff and get really easily bored of it and then I won't look at it anymore. So I'm quite struggling with that now. But yeah, like hobby wise, I can't really say I have hobbies right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. Because it, it's it is hard to find hobbies that, that you mm. like and, and and you want to stick with. Um because like mine um I, I have a, like one or two I try to stick with them but I always open to trying new ones but it's hard to find new ones um mm-hmm. especially if you have one um it might be like like you like you like to travel to different places I guess that 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 is your main one mm-hmm. I think um um but what when you was diagnosed Aline do you do do you think that was um like last year of course did you think that was the right time for you to get diagnosed or would you rather maybe got diagnosed earlier um, in life? I think I would like to be diagnosed earlier because maybe at a young age, because I was bullied when I was younger. Um, and there was not really a reason why I was bullied, just because of who I was. So I think if I knew I, ha- I was autistic, I would be like... I would get maybe more help and also with school because I struggled a lot with school Um, I think in that sense I would have liked to be diagnosed earlier and also for myself because my depression really is something that was um, caused by me not liking myself and having struggles with myself and not understanding why I am the way I am and why I could not do things that other people could do, like being in the social aspect, making friends and stuff like that. I really have difficulties making friends and that's really hard for me. And that's also part that caused my depression. And for that, if I knew I was autistic at a younger age, I maybe would have learned to accept myself earlier and be happier with it. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that because like 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 you say, I, I can relate in what you're saying about like being bullied and everything. Um because I, I, I got bullied too. Um and like but when I went to tell teachers about that that they would just say, um, have you heard of the boy who cried wolf? So like uh like just a, a book about a person that was lying and it's not very supportive. I, I don't think when I was mm-hmm. at school, um, especially like when I was really younger, like like primary school kind of area um that they were understanding they just thought I was lying um mm-hmm. which is it's really hard it's really hard to speak about when you are bullied um to to anyone um really or like when they say oh you just have to to be a little bit stronger and you have to talk back to them it's like it's not that easy no it's it's definitely not it's definitely not um and like when you do react like if if you do react you're the one in the wrong like <laughs> yeah sometimes it makes it worse even when you react back so definitely. yeah definitely and i did react once i i i react once because i had enough of it and like it happened near enough my whole kind of um, whole 
childhood and primary school and um i um i reacted and then of course the the buddy goes to the teacher said told him what i did which was um and then and then because i reacted because they they, they hurt me um physically and then um i just reacted back because it's normally it was mentally like just saying things like calling you names and then once it was mm -hmm. just something touching me and stuff when i didn't want to be touched um um and it was yeah and then it was brought to the head teacher's office and and, and everything like that and having to apologize and mm -hmm. i got i basically got made to apologize from that from the head teacher which i didn't want to do that but um i had no choice of what they said <laughs> you have to you, 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 you i would have been kicked out i think they said and mm -hmm. so it, it's really hard it's really hard to speak about it. Mm -hmm. yeah it is yeah um but um but yeah like, like especially making friends is hard as well like you said about making friends and, and struggling to find people um maybe who are autistic as well um to make friends yeah that that that, that is definitely hard as well uh, mm -hmm. especially if you like um not getting a diagnosis perhaps in school like you're not going to get that support like like maybe you'll get the support now because you're diagnosed but it's hard when you're not got the diagnosis to get that support um and at school when you when you don't know much what's going on either yeah exactly yeah but uh i think the thing we could take from today aline is that we're friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are. yeah so you made another friend today <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah autistic friends <laughs> yeah but that's the best kind yeah definitely definitely mm. but uh it's been really good speaking to you today aline um yeah same yeah um and we'll definitely speak more about like um like we'll, we'll check in with each other about how, how we're doing like um like um going on holidays or, or stuff like that but yeah it's been i'm glad that you've enjoyed it on your first podcast yeah i did i really did i was a little bit stressed but it went really well i think yeah i think it went well as well it, it you did really good um and to anyone who's listening or watching we hope you enjoyed the episode as much as me and Elaine did but well I'll see you in the next episode but it, it was really fun talking to Elaine um and getting a diagnosis um I uh, getting a diagnosis last year so um it's it's really cool I find that's really more common now as well um for people getting diagnosed um in this century in this century because people are all getting diagnosed which is great but uh but yeah thank you again Elaine have a nice day in the future in the Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah thank you again